Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Tom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Marjorie Taylor Green, Her new book, MTG. That's the title. That's all that you need. MTG. Publication date, um... November 21st, so uh, next week. And the uh, the people that we work with uh, put out, well, we'll try to meet all demands. So, uh, you know, we thought there might be a little delay. This is much in demand. I don't know other than what I've seen, but I did research her a little bit. And in this book, a lot of insights of what it was like to be inside the Capitol on uh, January 6th. Also, Dan, she is a big fan of what she calls a whole chapter here, legal ballot harvesting. My advice is, all right, let's use that with President Trump. Okay, let's uh, go down that path here. All right, so um, 855-839-1210 is the usual line. Of course, uh, as I said, I only know what I see. in the news, never had a conversation, etc. But let's bring in the aforementioned Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene with us here in Philadelphia on Talk Radio 1210. Congresswoman, welcome to the Dom Giordano Show. I know you're doing a lot of interviews. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thanks so much for having me on. Well, um, looking at your background, the one thing that I come away with, I'm interested very much in physical fitness, but you're one of the few people in Congress that looks fit and has actually made quite a living through CrossFit and I think your construction company. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Before I came in Congress, you know, I never planned on running for Congress in my life. I just finally got sick and tired and fed up of all the failure in Washington but before that, I, I ran a family construction business that I grew up in, uh, bought the company from my parents, and ran that company for approximately 25 years. But I also I also owned a CrossFit gym. Uh, that was one of the, the fun small businesses that I had. Uh, it was great, wonderful community. I absolutely love CrossFit. I competed in the sport. Uh, even in 2015, I was 47th in the world in my age group in the CrossFit games. So it's something that I, I still love. Uh, I definitely don't work out that hard at that level anymore, but I, I do work out uh, pretty much every single day, and I, and I keep lifting weights and doing CrossFit. Well, I notice it, and it comes up in your writing, even something, the details on January 6th were fascinating where you were. But uh, 
I wouldn't say criticism, but your fitness and talking about how hard it was for some members to flee the Capitol comes through. <laughs> You know, uh, that that shocked me. Um, Unfortunately, Congress is filled with a lot of people that are much older than I am. I'm 49 years old, and I I think exercise is so important. I I believe training is, you know, should be part of life. You should train for life to be able to um, do all kinds of things, things that you uh, come up with every single day, or maybe situations you find yourself in, like like a – uh, a situation at the Capitol where you actually have to run. And many of my Democrat colleagues couldn't even run. Um, they, they're they in terrible shape, and many of them ended up having these plastic bags over their head with these fans uh, that, because they thought they were under some sort of a uh, crazy attack. And they're trying to escape uh, running through the halls of Congress with these thick plastic bags on their head. They can't run. They're overweight, and I thought, wow, I, I, I did not expect to see this uh, as a member of Congress. What's the biggest takeaway from January 6th? Uh, I was kind of surprised. It, it seemed from the tenor of what I've read so far that you did feel in real danger there, and a colleague uh, you know, had a concealed carry. There were three or four or five people that did. So um, that you were actually feeling in danger. What's the biggest takeaway from those moments? Yeah, for sure. That was my third day in Congress. And the previous year we had seen, yeah, I was brand new. I couldn't even find the bathroom, let alone my way back to the office. But for the previous year, we had watched uh, nightly on TV. Antifa and BLM rioters, they caused $2 billion in damage. They People had been killed in the streets, attacking police officers, federal buildings, burned like 93 police cars, uh, monuments, courthouses, you know, destroying property, looting, you name it. And when that started happening at the Capitol, I told I told my colleagues, I was like, this is not Trump supporters. This is this isn't our people. Um, this is Antifa and BLM. And I, I still to this day believe that many of those that actually committed violence and many of those um, that have not been arrested by the, the Biden's Department of Justice and the FBI. Um, and I do believe there's links there, um, whether some, in some capacity to, to the federal government or some sort of outside group funded by leftists. Um, but, yeah, I was shocked, terrified. Because I've never been in a situation like I find that. that and... I find that amazing. You don't seem like the type of person to me from what we see. In fact, uh, you're regularly said to be a firebrand. Is, is that a fair label to put on you? Yeah, for sure. But you got to remember, I was unarmed. Um, you know, I'm a proud gun owner. Uh, I, I've carried a gun many days, uh, especially when I was working. And I had to lock up my business at night by myself. Uh, I believe in gun rights. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, I think guns are extremely important. But I was on the House floor unarmed. Um, uh, thankfully, one of my colleagues that, that is still a good friend of mine to this day was armed. And, you know, I was, I was so happy about that. It was great to be there with someone who I consider to be a good guy with a gun in a situation where our safety um, seem to be extremely threatened. At, le- at least that's what we were being told. Um, and in a situation where we had to escape the House chamber. So I write about that in the, in yes. the first chapter of my book. 
And, um, you know, MTG is my book, mtgbook.com is where people can get a copy. And I encourage them to read it because in that same chapter, I also tell about going into the D.C. jail, being one of the only members of Congress that went and, and visiting the January 6th defendants who were suffering, and they're still suffering today. And at that time, they were being held on strict lockdowns due to the COVID insanity. Um, they were in solitary confinement like 23 hours a day. Uh, and it was devastating, heartbreaking to see. Um, and I, I write about that in, in that chapter as well. Absolutely. That is a key part of the book. Now, I was heartened that later on in the book, you write about legal uh, ballot harvesting slash mail-in ballots. I think you mean that, too, which I'm a big proponent of. And uh, here in Pennsylvania, we had disaster in 2023. Uh, you have the year of President Trump. I've only had him on two or three times and met him once in the Oval Office for a thing. Can we get him to be more prominent on that? We now know that's what we have to do to win. And in your book, you seem to be on board with that. You, you mean getting rid of the absentee ballots? As, as well, specifically? I, I, no, I mean uh, legal uh, mail-in ballots, legal ballot harvesting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I am pushing for that. that. That's something that I think is extremely important. I think as Republicans, we have to use any means necessary legally, of course, and that that is ballot harvesting. Uh, that means flood the polls with with our ballot. Uh, you, if you have an absentee ballot, vote with it and maybe deliver it in person if you don't feel safe mm-hmm. mailing it. But but we should use any means possible to win. That's uh, what the I'm left asking does. You, what's they your, use what, any means yeah. possible. Well, absolutely. What what's your sense of the president on this? He has said. You know, vaguely, but uh, uh, here in Pennsylvania, it was lacking the last time, and Democrats had an unbelievable edge on this. Sure, because the Democrats organized and Republicans, we went around telling everybody to vote day of uh, only, a day of election only. And I think that was completely the wrong thing to do. Um, I, I'm hoping President Trump will, will push people to vote. Vote often and <laughs> vote, vote any way possible. Um, and and right. I, I think he's coming around on that issue. Uh, your book, too, talks about your experience in Congress, uh, Congresswoman. And a couple of people I'd like to know your insight because uh, we haven't had them on. Uh, you seem to be OK, at least that I could tell with Kevin McCarthy during the uh, turnover from the speaker. What's your sense of Speaker McCarthy? Well, um, you know, he's no longer our speaker, and, and now we have uh, Speaker Mike Johnson. Um, so, you know, it's only been a short time. Uh, unfortunately, this week, Mike Johnson worked with the Democrats to pass a clean CR, which continues Joe Biden's budget, the budget that Nancy Pelosi passed and put in place as Speaker of the House. Uh, I voted against that. I do not agree with that and was very disappointed to see that happen. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's time is still short. Um, so I think we have a lot to be seen, but my stance is no more foreign wars. I've been against funding Ukraine from the beginning, have never voted to fund it. Uh, we should not be funding and defending other countries' borders while we, ours is completely wide open. Um, so I have a lot of hope, uh, for Speaker Mike Johnson. He's a really nice guy. 
uh, strong Christian, but we we need a fighter in that seat, and and we'll see what we get. Time will tell. Parting question for you: One part of your book we haven't discussed. What's your favorite part? I like what you said. The insight, the second chapter. You're the only one originally to visit those people in the Washington jail where they're trying to break them down. What else in the book would you point us to? Well, I think what people will find in the book MTG when they order it at mtgbook.com is they've read the headlines about me and they've seen all the name calling. But when they read my book, they're going to find out exactly who I really am, uh, the things I believe in, the policies I believe in, and the goals I see we need to we need to pursue as Americans. I am unapologetically American. And, you know, I, I believe that we need our manufacturing back. I think rural America has been absolutely destroyed by decades of Washington putting the world first and putting America last. Um, but I tell a lot of personal stories in this book. I tell about what it was like for me after uh, 11 Republicans joined with Democrats to kick me off committee. And I tell a very personal uh, tragedy that was happening in my life. And that was the only thing I really cared about when I was being persecuted by the media every single day. Uh, I also talk about Jewish space lasers. That's a headline that people <laughs> well, have What do you tell us in me. the book about the Jewish faith, uh, bla- yeah, space lasers? Well, I tell the truth behind the headline, a phrase I never said, but the insane media, uh, t- you know, slapped that one on me, and it has stuck ever since. Um, but I, I want people to read it, so I hope they order it at mtgbook.com, and they can hear the story themselves. Um, but it, it was a lot of fun to write this book, and, and I'm looking forward to people reading it, and I can't wait to hear, you know, people's reactions and, and thoughts about the book. Uh, so it's, it's a lot of fun. It comes out on Tuesday, now, exactly. November 21st, mtgbook.com. We'll be ordering right now. We invite you back already. Thank you today on a busy schedule. Thanks for your thoughts today. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's great to talk to you. All right. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Green, Dan, instant analysis here. Before we go to the people, what do you say? Uh, first, off, different. first off, yeah, different than what I expected. Yeah, out of I did, too. Uh, yeah. It seemed very pleasant. Right. Um, I, I can sense, though, there is some kind of built up uh, annoyance with the media. Oh, yeah. Well, and each. I'm not saying with you or with the show. Right. Uh, but you, you can tell that there's a, a little bit of tiptoeing going on yeah. because she's unsure as to whether what she's going to be hit with. And, and I think that's unfair. I think she's been like like the Jewish space laser is completely taken out. Yeah, of I wish she had given. A, I should have led with that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we would have got something out of there. Oh, you got to read the book. I was hoping she would expand on exactly what happened. With yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. And being labeled the firebrand in media. I don't yeah. know if she understood yeah. the question necessarily, but it's. It's not fair. I, I don't think it's fair because there's much more radical crap being said by those on the left that just gets completely unreported. Well, to leave, yeah. But it, the thing I'm interested in, though, Dan, in the grand scheme of things, to continue to plant the seed, get to Trump, let's reinforce that, mail-in balloting, etc. I read that chapter last night. She's completely in favor of it. It's about winning. She gets it. He's got to do more. He's got to do his part. I don't care how he pivots and says it but explicitly again and again and again. You know, it's not just about entertainment. It's about winning. That's the way to win. All right, uh, we'll get your reaction coming Jimmy up. Jimmy Matthews writes and remind the congresswoman it's former president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Just like he didn't say, though, he said, I got him, I think, yesterday when I said Mayor Sherelle Parker. He didn't say mayor-elect. Uh, he's biased. Uh, yeah, yeah. no, nah, he's not. Double he's, standards. He's having fun. 
855-839-1210. That's what you do. You can get in. And coming up, I'll tell you some of the names of these big, big business people who gave a standing ovation in San Francisco to the Chinese dictator. Is that uh, being a traitor? Well, look, it's not technically being a traitor, uh, actionable. But in my mind, these American companies are not American. They're anti-American. I'll tell you who they are. I don't have the complete list. I'm trying to get it. I'm looking at a picture, and there's some sound of it when he's announced. Standing ovation. You know, I don't even know if I could do this. Or golf clap? A, a misclap like this. A misclap. A misclap. Yeah, the golf clap. Uh, it's, it's a communist dictator coming up on the 14th hole. There you go. Thank you. Now, you get. let's get back to business. You're an existential threat. I'm out of here. <laughs> All right, uh, but it is time right now. Let's clear the decks it's for the Money Melody. That's right. Playing today for a $50 gift card to Chick's Philadelphia Restaurant on Washington Avenue, Ooh. right in the heart of South Philly, up and coming. 50 bucks. Dan, what's the backstory? I think tonight might, or today might be a speed dialing test, Dom, because we want to know who it is. Uh, oh, boy. Related to the side question, someone that doesn't get the recognition that they deserve, uh, covering a band that also doesn't get the recognition that they deserve. So it's a double hitter, but Dom, we want to know who the cover artist is, not the original band. Who is the cover artist today that uh, doesn't get the recognition that he deserves, covering a song by a band that doesn't get the recognition that they deserve? A Take- double non-recognition. Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. Take a listen, Dom. If a picture paints a thousand words, then why can't I paint you? The words will never show. To you, I've come to know. I think he might have the most covers on. <laughs> uh, yes, he's right up there. It's not Taylor Swift covering Eminem. It's not Eminem covering Taylor Swift. That'd be interesting. All right, hit us with that. First one that gets it, $50 gift card. Who is covering that classic song? $50 gift card to uh, Chicks over on Washington Avenue. Phone lines are 855-839-1210. AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All you have to do. Oh, that's a giveaway. Yes. It's just push pound 12, then. Ugh. This yeah. guy has greatness. I can feel it. Boy, I'm surprised. I thought we'd be filled up instantly. People are oh, they're hemming and hawing who it is. Come yeah. on. Yeah. It's that buildup that he does, though. Exactly. My love. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's the Money Melody. Where's all the money gone? Show me the money. That is exactly right. Every day uh, we do this. And uh, right now, let's play a little bit from today's cover give us the artist covering the song uh, where's the artist my computer friend here it is uh, okay. there's no one home but here you're all that's left me too and when my love oh boy this is a layup today let's go to harry in mayfair harry who's covering that song uh, is it tom jones yes it's sir tom jones get it right harry exactly. get sir it right. Tom that's jones. right sir tom jones thank you very much who is recognized more so in great britain with the sir tom jones than here and uh, i always am thrilled when i see these weird combinations janice joplin and uh, Sir Tom Jones. If there's, if there's a character progression on this show over the past couple of years, I remember day one. Tom yes. Jones, every time he brought him up, I poo-pooed it. I said yes. he's corny. Uh, he, he's not good. There's nothing good about him. I completely, completely changed my opinion on the guy. He, he does not deserve. He does not get the recognition that he deserves. I, I'd, I'd argue he's a top ten voice of all time. Wow. Yeah. That's a performer. And, and I say I say that because when he covers songs, yeah. almost always, if they're not as good, they're better. Well, I would say as a performer, he's definitely there. Just as an act live and stay. I mean, it's it's got to be nuts, the stuff he did. But I agree with you, too. Progression with Glenn Campbell, I always thought was pretty good, but I didn't see much there that wasn't just pop, whatever, you know? Rhinestone Cowboy. Yeah. Uh, I see it. It's just a, like as a session musician, the guy's just been yeah. you know part of the Beach Boys. He's been everywhere, man. It's exactly doesn't get that recognition he deserves. All right, before Marjorie Taylor Greene, love to get your reaction. Did you hear something different? She brought up the Jewish space lasers. You know, when I asked a part of the book, she wants to clarify it is in there. Uh, but are these traitors? Not in the legal sense. But do you share my sense that, my God, so we got the Chinese dictator here. All right, I get it. You are, you could argue, you're beholden to your stockholders. How much does it take before we realize we got to be, at least incrementally, inching away from China, business-wise and every-wise, and fighting them on every level, other than militarily, other than to scare them that they have no shot there as far as our prowess ready to go. So, uh, according to CNBC, at this fancy dinner at the Hyatt Regency, Xi was the guest of honor. This is CNBC. A standing ovation. American business people of the highest, at least as far as, you know, the amount of um, uh, capital they have, standing up and standing ovation to a guy who's given us COVID. 
who a guy who routinely massacres the Uyghurs, a guy who's plotting every single second our demise, your kids' demise, certainly your grandkids, artificial islands they create and then say, don't go near it, and territorial and all that in the South China Sea. Simple stuff. I told Mike Huckabee this today. It stuck with me. Daryl Murray, president of the Sixers, just says, free Hong Kong. I think on his Facebook or Twitter, immediately international crisis with the NBA, billions of dollars at stake just for that. Lectured to by LeBron James and Charles Barkley lecturing us. Can you imagine? This is what we're facing. So here's some of the business people. Apple CEO, of course, Apple, they need those kids making all these Apple products. CEO Tim Cook. Sorry, it's audio from that event. Uh, oh, my. At least they're not hooting. Here you go. Still going on. Come on, applause. Subside. Thank you, President Xi. Please enjoy your meal. <laughs> Blackstone Steve Schwarzerman. I think something in Abington's named after that. Uh, Black Rocks Larry Fink. Bridgewater Ray Diallo. Pfizer. Hello. Ho ho. Pfizer's Albert Bola. Boeing Stan Deal. Oh, he's got a good deal with Boeing for the communist Chinese. Visa. Don't leave home without it. Raj. The Zuper Mamian were all present, which was hosted by the U.S.-China Business Council and the National Committee on U.S.-China Relations. Look, if you feel at this point you got to do some kind of business with them, okay, or Biden has to talk with them, you know. And I'm not saying the talk has to be ferocious, but it has to be pointed face-to-face, a Trump sort of approach with the Chinese more so than anything. Uh, Biden, by the way, in San Francisco, telling us inflation has come down by 65%. No, it's not. You know what, buddy? You may say that, but prices have not come down, have they? Imagine. He just did the thing where he whispers, Dan, I'm watching this. Inflation down by 65%. Wait till next year. You know, it's been my approach here in the United States from the moment my administration took office. We're building an economy from the middle out and the bottom uh, up. Yes. Trickle down economy doing? worked okay sometimes, but not a whole lot trickled down on my dad's kitchen table. Oh, the dad again. Uh, Joey, it's not trickling down to our kitchen table in Scranton. Did I say Scranton today? How many times can you do this nonsense? Uh, claiming median household wealth has grown by 37%. I don't know, Dan. Let me, uh, let me check in here. Mike Bollinger, my guy. Mike, are you listening? Have we grown by 37% under Biden? I'm looking through all my papers. My God. I, I made a point off air that I want to bring to the table here. I think proof of the liberal progressive indoctrination is right there with the pro-Palestinian protesters that completely turned a blind eye to yeah. China and their treatment of the Uyghurs. Exactly. Like, like you have a literal genocide going on, and there are no protests about that, but these guys have been so completely brainwashed that they uh, believe they need to be marching on the streets violently, pro-Palestine, pro-Hamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I, Israel turns them on. They want to get yeah. after Jews. They want blood. That's, That's proof what of they're anti-Semitism, about. too. Yep. 
All right, so we're uh, looking for somebody unrecognized or basically not recognized enough is the way we put it, coming off Milton Friedman's birthday today. In addition to that, uh, it's one thing to do business there. Even that is pretty hard to take. It just is. The NBA is beyond disgraceful. I still watch the NBA. I'm not boycotting. So here you go, Dan. It just We're all guilty in this. You know, I can't stomach uh, LeBron James. I, I allow that to uh, come into. I don't think he's the greatest basketball player of all time at all. He's probably in the top three or four. But Charles Barkley is incredibly insightful and funny at times. But he's allowed to be out of control, telling us we don't realize how important all this money is. Yeah, right. But these business people, these calculating Apple. We all use Apple products, too big to fail. Standing ovation, says um, Mediate and uh, CNBC, given to the Communist Chinese Party dictator. Now, is it a stretch? Look, I don't throw around the Hitler thing easily, okay? Particularly, you can see how overused it is, thrown around with Trump. Yeah, well, if he were Hitler... He would have never left the White House. So it's ridiculous. But is this starting to be, I would say it this way, that uh, what Hitler did, we're probably going to see is almost unparalleled, Stalin. But China, arguably, over the long term, has even more power, you could argue, economically, et cetera, and is an existential threat to the world that we really have never seen. I think you can make an argument out of that. So if not Hitler, because I'm, I'm reluctant to get into that kind of game, giving a standing ovation to this guy, though. What in the world can these people say? Well, our stockholders, you know, if I don't do it, um, then um, somebody else is going to do it. You got to do that if you want to be in business with them. We need the public appearance of this. All these moguls of American industry standing up. I'd love to know and salute the companies who said, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to stand up here. I wonder, Dan, I, I haven't seen the shot. I'd love to see a film of it to see if there are people that stayed seated. It's hard anytime there is a standing ovation. Like I tell Roe this all the time. Look. I'm going to make a decision. Uh, we're seeing Beauty and the Beast, the dress rehearsal, at least, right? On uh, Sunday night. We saw the Elvis thing. Yes, I thought it was worthy. It was really good. It was borderline worthy of a standing ovation, though. You know, if you give a standing ovation to everything. So how does this guy get a standing ovation? You want a physical description of what happened here? Yeah, yeah. All right, so it starts with uh, probably about half the audience standing, and then there's the reluctant standing from the rest of the audience. But by the time the applause ceases, everybody seems to be out of their seats applauding. Uh, Yeah. yeah. This also kind of suggests, I I mean, there's always conversation about whether Silicon Valley and the tech companies are in bed with China. Here you're in San Francisco, where I'm sure a lot of these CEOs are related to these tech companies. Standing ovation for the guy, I think that's kind of proof that maybe they are in bed with China. 
Yeah, possibly. And again, I, I think it's a good idea to stick away from the Hitler thing and all. But what else did we come up with as the broad? I, I think the phrase, they're an existential threat. We saw it with the Wuhan lab. We saw it with COVID. We see it on something as minuscule as NBA basketball. We steal every day these stupid Confucius centers in this country promulgating this stuff. We see what they're doing to the Uyghurs. We know what they would do to the world if they could. And we're, we're going to give a standing ovation to that under the sense of goodwill. I get it. The president of the United States has to talk with people like this. Okay. Now, here's the thought, Dan. It just occurred to me. What would the media be telling us? Because the media is not talking about this that I see. What would the media say if this were Putin? What would the media say if these business people gave a stand? Would they give a standing ovation to Putin? Some of them might. There might be a business interest that, say, um, once Ukraine is over or before, would they give a standing ovation to Putin? Uh, let's think about it. Putin's role. I mean, he is just pure stone cold killer, plutonium, teapot, evil, stone cold. But he doesn't have the reach that she does as far as destructive power, I would argue, in what he's accomplished. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. Uh, according to the Drudge Report, Dan, we're past the time of day that everybody hits the wall. He says it's about 2.36. That's the absolute... Yes, yeah, so stu- study finds, which is a, uh, a source often reported on Drudge Report. Uh, they did a poll of 2,000 adults, and uh, they typically face uh, a hit-the-wall moment around 2.36 p.m. So about three minutes ago is uh, allegedly the time that most people have the lowest amount of energy throughout the day. So uh, on the Dom Giordano program from now on, we'll, uh, we'll try to pump you up a little bit at 2.35 right, and uh, get right, you moving get again. 20 push-ups. Get in there right yeah, now. Yeah, we'll all do it together. Some jumping jacks. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I do the jumping jacks uh, in a CrossFit? way that's not correct. Go with yeah. uh, Congresswoman Green to uh, do some CrossFit. Uh, that's right, yeah. CrossFit. Uh, by the way, speaking of fitness, uh, David DiPape has been convicted of assaulting Paul Pelosi. Remember that whole thing and exactly what happened and who is this guy? He was just convicted uh, moments ago. All right, so the uh, I just am stunned. At where we still are with China, I get the reality of it, but we're not making any move as a nation to gradually. And and the best I can say is, would Putin get a standing ovation? I mean, what has Putin done that is worse than the Chinese dictator? Now, the savagery in Ukraine, the invasion of Ukraine, everything else, 
Absolutely. But look at what China does on a routine basis. They're both stone cold evil. I don't think you could give a standing ovation to Putin. Now, we do see what's going on in Ukraine, without a doubt. We don't see, we don't have as much visual evidence of what's going on with the Uyghurs and the slavery in the country. We do see COVID, though. Well, we don't want to say, though, that's out of bounds, that they caused it, weaponized it in some way, shape, or form. But is there any doubt who the big guy is when it comes as an existential threat? It's not Putin. He's got a a gas station masquerading as a country. And if we use our natural resources and cut them off and the Europeans do their part, with the Chinese, it's going to take the whole world. And each day that goes by that we don't recognize that, the more power they have. But these American businessmen, and they got to know they're being filmed. Dan, did you notice who any of them sit there? You said some of them sat down in the beginning, but by the end, everybody was standing up. Well, that looks even worse. If you're seated in the beginning, imagine the pressure you're thinking. Uh-oh. If you're the only one there, I wouldn't go and buy 100 bucks right away or whatever there's. I don't care if it's like women's toiletries. Give me $100 up. Yeah, but if everyone's applauding and standing in front of you, the only right. way to see what's happening is to also stand up and applaud. Well, you don't have to applaud. Right. Yeah. yeah, no, they they definitely stand up and start applauding themselves. It's a it's a slow but sure standing ovation. Reminds me of Trey Turner a little bit, where yeah. you know half like it seemed like half the stadium more than half knew what was going on, and then the other half kind of joined them. Seems like that was the kind of situation we had play out for President Xi Jinping. And I wouldn't have stood up for Trey Turner and gave him a standing ovation. Now, after he had two hits that night. I would have wavered a little bit toward that. Only on the Dom Deardonner show do you have Trey Turner compared to his. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you brought it up. For, <laughs> I'm thinking my mind is already thinking Friday's side question. Who would I not stand and give a standing ovation to? Might work. Yeah, you know what? That is some, somebody that would that, get a standing ovation that you refuse to stand for. Yes, exactly. Bruce and, Springsteen. And, all right. See, I knew you were going to go there. Yeah, um, you know what? Yeah, I couldn't give him a standing ovation. As much as I admire the physical effort and all that and the artistry, the income inequality, the politicking of it, etc., I couldn't give a standing ovation. All right, it's kind of in the weeds here. but uh, uh, Tiger went, Woods. Went to now, a con- Tiger Woods, Dan, I'm sorry, but is is one of the – I still think Jack Nicholas is a hair better. You can applaud him, though? Uh, I couldn't give a standing ovation. I'm torn. He's done some good things recently, but he's such a bad guy in some ways. I get torn between this Gaga standing ovation. I feel cheap doing it. Well, we're on the topic of standing. This past weekend, I went to the Dave Matthews concert. Right. And uh, in front of me was a couple that was lighting up a blunt. A uh, You know, they stood the entire time and danced. Right. Sitting behind us was a group of guys who were bitching about people who come to concerts and stand the entire time. Especially when you're in the nosebleed section. You're not on the floor. Yeah. So your, uh, your rule, the Giordano rule, are you allowed to stand in the nosebleed sections during a concert knowing that there are people sitting behind you complaining? Uh, you're not allowed to stand excessively. And I'd have to set the over and under at a certain period of time. You know what I mean? So, like, stand for the good songs? Yeah, and... I want something really meaningful to you and all. you got to put up with a little bit. It's a concert. People are going to dance. But definitely, I don't know how you can stand up for the whole Taylor Swift concert. Uh, you're suspect then. That's And I'm not doing a standing ovation for Taylor Swift, no matter who's watching. Allegedly, they were standing in the uh, movie theaters for her concert. They are dancing oh, in the aisles. See, that's and... out of bounds in the, in the theater. Maybe one song here and there. I get it, you know? 
Yeah. After all, it's a romance of the century. Travis Kelsey is like um, Prince Charming. My God. <laughs> Shut him out on Monday night. Dan, I don't want him to have a yard. This is a scene from the uh, the great film, uh, Denzel Washington, where the defensive coach says... Remember the Titans. Yeah, remember the Titans. I'll take every one of you out if they gain a single yard. I don't want to hear anything. Not a yard. Well, Travis Kelsey, I don't want him even to sn- I don't want him to get off the line of scrimmage. Uh, they, they released their song yesterday. Here's a little bit of that. There's Jason. In the drunk tank, an old man said to me, won't see another one. Starting to make me not even like Jason Kelsey as much. I get so worked up over this. <laughs> I think Travis comes in here. Nope. Oh, my God. All right, let's go to Harold in Southampton. What does he think of the standing over here? Hey, Harold, good afternoon. Uh, well, you, here's what you have to realize. I, I said to your screener there, Google a picture of Philadelphia in 1970 and then Google a picture of Shanghai 1970 and then compare the, the, the pictures from today and the progress that China has made is, is it's unbelievable like we cannot compare and uh, you know that's where the money's to be made so these companies are going where, where the money is i i told the the guy i go to the indian smoke shop i said i said if i told you you could move your smoke shop to ben Salem and make three times the money would you go of course so the same thing well, well, no, well, companies- no wait a minute ben Salem is a good spot just, they're not imprisoning uyghurs they're they're, no, no, they're no, not no, spreading no, COVID. My, my point, you know? No, no, the point is, the point is, the companies go where the money's to be made. And, and there's, uh, America's on a decline. You can't make the profits and the growth that they have over there. You can't deny it. How they did it, we supported it. We did it. We funded it. They let us do it. You know, we, we basically sucked this in where, to where now everything's made in China. That's where the money's to be made. So you can't argue with what they're doing. I mean, you know, yeah, you can take a stand and say, well, I'm going to stay in America. It's great. Okay, make you know you can do that. Well, wait, wait a minute, though, Harold. You're avoiding it here. It's one thing to do that, but a standing O. Well, you you don't see Xi as I see Xi. I mean, he's he's arguably on the level of Putin. Let's let's use a current thing, right? Well, yeah. Well, but the thing is, the people that they don't care. They're making money. They're you, you only have a short life, a little time to make your money, make your mark. And these companies are doing it now. They've done it over the last. Well, again, compare those photos. You can't deny the progress that China has made. and the, I mean, they're all over the world. They built the longest bridge in South America. They've got tunnels all over the world in Malaysia and, and everywhere else. All right. Thank but, you, Harold. Uh, with all due respect, I, can, I can't take any more than that. You know? So if, I, if, I, if I'm the American president, whatever, I, I don't understand why this is not an easy thing to rally America. Maybe he's right. It's inevitable. They're going to outstrip you know, that kind of thinking is why they would. Yeah, they made that progress at what cost of the way that they do it. Should we be doing that? Let them be in charge in Philadelphia, I guess. I'm Larry Krasner. I'm <laughs> Welcome, Imperial Leader. My God. Kind of taken back what I said about this Jason Travis Kelsey song. Yeah. It's kind of awesome. Oh, God. They, they, they even they reference Rizzo in it. They do. Yeah. What's a reference to so Rizzo? this is like it's like a love story to Philadelphia that Travis is involved with, and uh, take a listen. That's either Rizzo. I'm, it will get there in one second. I'll let you know what's coming up. They've got cars, biggest bars. They got Travis singing now. But the wind goes right through you. No place for the old. When you first took my hand. 
on a cold Christmas Eve. You promised me Broad Street was waiting for me. You were handsome, you were pretty. You're the king of South Philly. When the band finished playing, they howled out for more. The leathers were swinging, all the drums they were singing. We fought on a corner, then danced through the night. The sound of the silver ages choir all singing Galway Bay. Coming up right here, Dom. Bells were ringing out for Christmas Day. Ready? Here we go. Come on, Dan. Cue it up in the right spot. There you go. Use a lush, you're a crumb bum. You smell like some old scum washed up from the school and rotting away. You dirtbag, you phony, you lousy jabroni. Happy Christmas, you ass. I pray God it's our last. The sound of the city. There's Rizzo's uh, yeah, the crumb bum and jabroni. I, I still don't and... want Travis Kelsey to get it. Dan, put that up on Twitter. And ask him, I outrageous. I don't want Travis Kelsey to gain a yard. Look at Henry coming in here and saying, that's right. It's almost Put like they up in a line of scrimmage. I'll stop him. It's almost like they knew that Philadelphians would be pissed that Travis was joining those. They wanted yeah. to give some kind of, you know, nudge. Uh, whoever coordinates to show this their love of Philadelphia. This, yeah, really knows how to get to our heart. Yeah, they do. All right. Put it up on Twitter, please. I'm going to see. Is that over the top? Not a yard. And I don't want to see um, Taylor Swift for more than 30 seconds on Monday night. The over and under is probably two hours that we'll see her. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round. Yes, that's right. Uh, Milton Friedman's birthday. Somebody recognized a bit, but not enough. Under-recognized. That's what we've been going with. Let's go to Scott in Mount Laurel, Talk Radio 1210. All right, Scott, who do you have? Oh, I, I have uh, someone who's similar. Uh, I, well, Milton Green was incredible. I want to say that real quick. And anyone who hasn't seen him on the Phil Donahue show has to go on YouTube and, and put that in there. The sad part is if somebody like him came around today, mainstream America would never even hear him. They would never let him get out and get his ideas in the mainstream. But uh, the guy I have is Walter Williams, who I thought was just in a similar vein to Milton Friedman, but he has such a way of breaking it down clearly and in a way that sounds nonpartisan. I would say I use Walter Williams' words more than anyone when I'm trying to convince somebody to come over to our side. That is great stuff. I had the good occasion to interview him, introduce him at several events, big time. Uh, it's a great one. Joe in Exton. Joe, who's yours? Hello, Dom. My person who is not fully appreciated is the Chinese-American intellectual, Victor Chang. When uh, Victor Chang is asked to provide an opinion on the behavior and culture of the Chinese ruling class, his response is invariably full of a wisdom. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Low on time today. Yeah, Victor Chang, he was going to say. Yeah, Victor Chang. Got it. So, uh, Dan, I think Scott in Mount Laurel really hit, and it hits the economic part of it. So let's go with Scott for Walter Williams. Tomorrow, we're going to have Dan, the guy on, who's giving teachers in the house. I'm glad he's coming on 1230 tomorrow, $1.8 billion more in pension money. Uh Uh-oh. All right. Good stuff. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.